Hey everyone, thanks for joining my hangout. Today I'm with Mina and we're going to talk about the media. Um, so I obviously, I'm kind of obsessed with the media right now. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> um, and obviously like that's why I'm doing this, but my fundamental premise is, you know, people are, it's very clear like that Fox News is biased, right? Like people kind of agree to that with society at large. Yeah, I mean to say that means that you're obviously on the outside of their bubble, right? So right. To certain groups of people, they, they, they think Fox News is telling them the truth. Right. The and only so, people that are telling them the truth. And so my, my premise is that, like, we agree there's a Fox News bubble, but we don't agree there's a mainstream media bubble, right? And that's what the Fox News people and the right wing and Trump, like, latch onto. So I, I argue that there is a big problem with the mainstream media bubble. And so what I fundamentally think has happened is... There's a bunch of 50 plus year olds who run the media, who don't understand social media. And now there's like 100,000 angry Twitter people who control the mainstream media, basically. So like when it comes to Fox News, we know there's a bunch of rich people who have their narrative they want pushed. But with the mainstream media, what happens is if they say something that these Twitter people don't like, they create a tweet storm that now then gets covered by news that there's a lot of angry people. and they're then less willing to talk about things. So, so it's just continually shifted the mainstream media further and further left, which has left the big hole in the middle, right? So a good example is, let's say, abortion. It used to be that, yeah, if people care about abortion, you can talk about it and you can have a debate. But now it's seen as like triggering and like it's so clearly a thing that we shouldn't be allowed to talk about abortion, right? Like, so if, if you care about abortion rights or... or like, if you're pro-life, the only source of news in the U.S. is Fox, and they don't care about facts. Because the mainstream, to even talk about abortion, is deemed right-wing now, right? Like, to even allow the discussion to happen. And it's really because, like, if, the, if Twitter goes off on a topic, that's now covered as news as well. Well, I mean, at this point, you're looking at, you know, something like Twitter, which... For some reason, I found myself, I'm not on Twitter. Like, yeah. like, I'm on a lot of other social media, just not Twitter. But it seems that Twitter has sort of this life on its own because basically, once, just, just like Facebook or just like whatever, once you have something that, that's hit a critical mass in terms of number of people, you can't ignore it. Like, it's, I mean, now it's just easier than ever. Like, you know, there's a topic you feel passionate about. Um, Instead of trying to organize some sort of rally and going out in front of city hall in your local city or local whatever, and you know putting up a picket fence on what you believe in, yeah. Now you can just go online and in 140 or whatever it is now 280. I guess yeah. they doubled it recently. Uh, number of characters that you know you can say, hey, I have this opinion and I want to be heard. And then yeah. if you happen to capture the right moment in time and the right topic, then there's gonna be somebody else who's like, hey. I also have that opinion and you have this like yeah. snowball effect. Yeah, but what my problem is is the the media, the mainstream media and I mean like TV news generally yeah. has started to give and like newspapers and stuff have started to give that credence. They've started to care what happens on Twitter and cover it as news, which I think is a problem because it used to be like, you know, 30, 40 years ago, you know, someone who was sitting at home and didn't like what this news station said. Yeah. They wrote a letter and it went and no one cared because it's just some person, person having a yeah. hissy fit, even if that was 10,000 people. But now the 10,000 people are all on Twitter, 
right? And so you see it all yeah. and it's much more tangible, it feels, but it's still just people complaining online. I but think, we care yeah, about that now. I think part of it's also, in my opinion, um, money. Like, yeah, these these news networks, the problem is why, for example, why I think something like the CBC or the BBC, which gets its um, mm. funding from the government, which, I mean, in, the country, in countries like here, that's a good thing. In other countries, maybe not so much. Yeah. But you, you have an organization that isn't beholden to a board of directors and funding from ad revenue, right? And so you have a, you know, a network like you know, CNN or you know, Fox News or MSNBC or whatever in the US that are private organizations, private companies, that at the end of the day, their final loyalty is to their bottom line, yeah. right? And so it's no, and because people aren't subscribing to things anymore, people aren't buying newspapers, journalism as a whole is seeing this crisis right now yeah. where you can't justify paying all these people to, to fact check, to write well thought out, written, thoughtful pieces, investigative journalism. All these things are suffering right now due to a lack of finance. And so I think it's maybe not malicious in that, you know, or not out of anything that, you know, they, uh, they, it's just this Twitter thing. I think people are just lazy. I think, well, one, or maybe not that that's the whole story, but that's one factor here is yeah. instead of having someone sit down and do all this research and go out in the world and talk to people and try to figure out what a problem is, they're like, well, why would I go out and talk to people when I can sit in front of my computer and just search, search a topic and see what the entire world supposedly is talking about, yeah. right? And to them, and the fact now that it's kind of a joke that CNN actually has a news segment or maybe they used to i don't know if they still do because i don't watch cnn but you know that after they report on a, on a news like story they'll actually sit down and look over tweets about it like who gives a crap where well, like people are watching you like in my opinion news should be you know you report the facts and if there is any editorial type stuff you are relying on subject matter experts that are being brought into sort of the studio or you know into via into your home via the tv well it's like the the news seems to be following social media often now rather than vice versa exactly which is hugely problematic and i think well i think like i still think it's a bigger problem with the mainstream than it is with fox because the average person is dismissive of the far-right stuff like the the average person is more dismissive of. Well, Fox. I think we've. I don't know if you can like the. I don't know where that average is anymore because, for example, as you've seen with the U.S. But you so still that's have fundamentally. A large, yeah. That's I still fundamentally blame the mainstream media for that being blurred because, like I said, it used to be for some right wing issues. You the the mainstream was willing to talk about them honestly at least and have that discussion, but now it's seen as not okay. So Fox is the only news organization willing to talk about right wing stuff, and they don't care about facts. They're not they don't not care about facts because they're right wing. They're right wing and they don't care yeah. about facts. But it's well they're it's pushing the, a narrative and they just 
don't care about facts that go against their narrative. Right. right? Like, but that's the, basically their thing. But the, the, the other news organizations now, and I think Canada's been hit by this as well, they're not able to talk about, quote, right-wing things anymore because they're, like, attacked, right? There was, like, uh, someone had to resign from, I think it was the National Post or somewhere, because he wrote an article about cultural appropriation and he got all this hate. And he was just presenting his opinion, right? Like, I don't see why that shouldn't be allowed in the national newspaper. It was said, like, to even allow this conversation to happen was horrible. But the news is where the conversations are supposed to happen. And that's, and I, I'd say I agree with you there. I think, I think people need to stop being afraid of or need to stop getting offended or choosing to be offended about something where they could instead take that as a moment of discussion so i think the the, the problem is and it's like you may find a topic offensive but instead of i think having a negative outlook and saying this person is trying to attack me as I mean, in some cases, that could be the case, right? It's again, nothing is, nothing is black and white. Sometimes is that you need to look at this person and think, okay, is this a moment of discussion where you can discuss something with someone and come to a conclusion, or is this someone who is writing or saying something to be malicious? And I think that's where. Uh, people are having a hard time finding where that line is, is because there are people just like Fox News, for example, maybe that's an extreme example, but who masquerade as impartial wherein they are not. And there yeah. are people that sound harsh, but are actually like, you know, think of people that just you see every day, day to day life. You may have someone who's kind of just seems like they're rough around the edges, but once you get to know them, they're, they're, they're willing to have these conversations. And I think that's where uh, people are too engaged with the first reaction and the exterior of what something looks like rather than digging into it. And I think this is, again, due to the sort of this, us being in the social media age and the quick response age, so every, everything's about this like snap reaction snap like you want to be first to say something you want to be the first person to but wasn't hit it this person isn't it on the new the news should be better than that shouldn't it it should be, right like it's, it it's used cool. to be that in the morning you got a summary of everything ha that happened the day before right and now it's you get they don't even give you the facts because they just give you the information they think they have at the moment so like one story that i like someone that i read about was like the whole thing when like trump canceled and then reinstated the summit with kim jong-un right if you've read that a week later of like what happened it was very clear and like but at the moment they're just pumping out whatever's going on at the second and it's making it it's yeah. too much information it's information you don't need to know and then people get exhausted but that's what i'm saying though is that the that is a problem with the news organizations now realize that they can't compete with things like Twitter and Facebook for how quickly information is getting to people. So, do, but it's, so it's, it's a cyclical, I think it's a cyclical issue. But so it frustrates me then that they're still choosing to compete. They're losing and they're making us less well informed. I think we should bet that people want a slow source of information. Well, right? I think, we have to yeah. just. 
they have to stop caring about trying to make as much money and get back to caring about informing the public and put something out there. This is the information and bet that people want that. But the problem is, is that I don't think when people's like lives, like jobs are on the line, they're not necessarily willing to say, well, let's try this out. Because if they're wrong, then that news organization doesn't exist anymore. It's not that because it, it's an issue of and again, this is why if when they're relying on, um, you know, funding from you know, ad revenue and sales of like, newspapers and things like that is where if people have an alternate source that satisfies them is that, you know, why would I go buy a newspaper when I just get a notification on my phone when something happens? Um, but like newspapers didn't used to think they were competing with books, right? Like that's... Yeah, but newspapers and books are, are yeah, I see what you're saying, but the immediacy of, of the information is the issue is that you cannot like news are meant to be here's what's happening now and when people no that's not what news news used to be it used to be here's what's happened here's what's going on generally not at this moment well not so at this I think, moment yeah like i think it's useful to maybe you know trust that the news organization has a twitter feed and you can follow live what is going on but the stories are not po pumped out in that same manner well i think i i think i i mean i don't Neither of us, I think, are privy to the numbers of what these organizations are seeing, right? And but yeah, it seems like they're they're. I I believe they're at crisis. Yes, I believe. And that. I think they're trying to keep up. And I think if they, I think what I, what I believe happened is they said, well, nobody's like, why would anybody care about this Twitter bullshit? And kept doing what they're doing and suffered. Yeah. And they're trying to claw their way back into the game after having gone in late and they're just they're trying to catch up and now maybe they're chasing down the wrong thing but the, the fact is they wouldn't have made that change if they didn't have to right right and but that doesn't that, mean it was the right change for them to make true but what what, are they, what else are they going to do either, either, in, either yeah you know what i mean so i think where where maybe what i'm starting to see it now is you know you, you know you have you're seeing news organizations have their subscription uh, sort of systems where, you know, if you want more in-depth coverage on stuff, you know, pay our whatever $5 monthly fee and you get to read all our whatever. And the, but the problem is there is so much content on the internet and people ultimately, I think, as a society, we're still not trained sort of individually well enough to really care where our information is coming from on average. I mean, some people obviously do, or a lot of people obviously do, but on average, you go to a blog post that you resonate with that you think is well-written and the person's well-spoken, and they're speaking about a topic that you care about and you agree with them, you're gonna tend to keep reading that. And like, why would you go, and that person might be for free and that person might be you know, part of the New York Times, but yeah. people tend to, People tend to identify with certain styles or certain reporters or certain topics, and they choose to follow that. And the problem is, is a newspaper just can't keep up with the wealth of available sources of information that people can go for. And so they have to try to keep up. And I'm not saying this in I defense of newspapers, yeah, but I'm saying, I, what I'm I, saying is I kind of understand where it happened, and the problem is, is that I don't know what the solution is. 
but the problem is is that yeah. we're basically trying we're adding another another thing to that pile is that we're saying okay well let's talk about these issues and let's do that and that's i think is healthy and i think the problem is though is at the end of the day your average person who's just trying to get by but that's what i'm saying the average person is just trying to get by and doesn't care to be inundated through social media with endless amounts of information. But they also don't care to then at the end of the day sit down for half an hour and read a really in-depth analysis on what just happened today. No, but people used to sit for a half an hour to an hour and watch a general summary of what happened the day. Yeah, yeah. That's what cable news was, right? And that was very popular, right? The newspaper was more in-depth coverage yeah. of a specific issue and things like that. But cable news was, here's just what happened today. But the problem is, why would you sit down and listen to that when you've already heard that summary over the course of the day as it's happened? You know what I mean? But I don't think that's what, I don't think that's what people are getting. I don't think they're getting the context. I think they're just getting, and people are getting too much information. They don't know how to contextualize it themselves. Yeah. Right. And the other thing is it's not prioritized anymore. You know, you, if you read a newspaper, or you watch the news on cable, you know, it's a priority, like front page, most important, top of the hour, most important. Um, and it's prioritized that way with social media. They're just pumping out story after story. And like Vice is a really bad culprit of it. They repost a bunch of like year old articles just so they're posting every hour yeah. something and, and just trying to get your attention. Like, especially if it's something that's relevant to whatever happens to be in vogue, like whatever right. the hot topic is. And so day, yeah. like they're trying to compete with all other forms of entertainment, right? I think that's a flawed model, right? Maybe it's the model they think's working best for them right now, but I think ultimately it's flawed and you need to create a new space where like people can go for that information and if they don't want it, then they don't go there. But to try and like spread yourself so thin, I think isn't working. Oh, I agree. And I, I think, and I think there's, there's onus on two sides of this. I think there's onus on the media organizations to try to, to try to come up with a better model and a better way of getting that information to the people without all that added BS, all that added opinion. Well, opinions can sometimes matter. Um, you know, you want to you want to understand what the people that are say subject matter yeah. experts of the thing think about the issue. You know, you, yeah. there's an issue with the economy. You want to hear what economists think about. You know, you don't yeah. like you don't really care what a hundred different people on Twitter that you don't know what they're. But now the news is often leading with that. That's kind of how we started, right? Like I know, the news right? is yeah. the there was <laughs> something around like. There was a photo of Jennifer Lawrence with a bunch of males and she was the only one in short sleeves and Twitter blew up about how sexist this photo was and then all most of the major news companies covered it as news. Huh. I didn't the, even hear about the, it. A photo about Jennifer Lawrence, a photo of Jennifer Lawrence wearing short sleeves. They they covered that as news because Twitter exploded about it. It's like how is this what prevails, right? Like this is why I think people lose faith in the news organizations generally. But I think I think you're, I think we're sort of maybe not seeing that. Unfortunately, and I'm going back to that's what's my, selling right that's now. That's what's selling, and but they they they're trying they're just trying to make a buck, and I think. But there there were always to, there were always tabloids. There were always newspapers and magazines that did that stuff, that talked about... I think most of politics has degraded yes. into tabloid politics I agree. Now. And the problem is, though, is because everything was print and you had to buy into it, 
before, like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, when everything was in print, you had to choose in a, to buy a tabloid versus buying a newspaper. You had to choose to tune in to whatever ETV or whatever yeah. instead, of, instead of, like, you know, CNN or whatever, BBC or whatever. You had to choose to go to your to one source versus the other. Yeah. But now because every because everything is available on the same platform, the internet, your phone, everything's available and you still the, choose, you choose what to read but, about, what but, to tune into. No, but the, well, yes and no, but because of these things gaining popularity and people not having the right level of awareness of what's on these platforms is stuff that should have been or should be a tabloid type thing masquerades as real news and but, people don't know that right and but real news now gave up the fight and is to try and win the the clicks yes is degrading to more of a tabloid type exactly. thing yes but i think should that's not... because they were losing business and i think that's the problem and they're trying they're trying to compete on this platform that has disrupted which the word kind of means nothing now but it's disrupted their normal operation to the point where they still i don't think they've still figured out how to to come back from it and what we're all right what now, what do you think the solution is i i don't know and i i think right. i don't know and that you know i, I think if i think i know i think you know hey yeah. <laughs> shameless plug but yeah. i i think and i think ultimately you know they're trying different news organizations are trying different things and you can't completely ignore i think it just shut up no no that was your fridge never mind uh <laughs> and cut um but i think the uh ultimately people are going to want to consume whatever they consume and the problem is these news organizations are trying to figure out how to get a slice of people's attention yeah and i think between and they're go yeah you know they, they just can't figure it out yet i think it's a problem they haven't figured out and it's between the news between you know what's happening in sports what's happening in uh tv like you know mass media tv in terms of like tv shows and movies and music and all that stuff and people are at the end of the day just trying to make a living and they're trying to escape sometimes right yeah and so people have their problems, they're not gonna then sit down and hear about other people's problems. They're going to maybe want to sit back and watch the latest episode of, you know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something, Yeah, right? I think, I think it's like, I think what the news talks about is being controlled by the angry people on Twitter. I think they have reduced how they output that content to compete against the smut on Twitter. And I think they don't know how to best get people's attention generally, right? So I think, yeah. and Twitter, like, and all social media, really, like, social media did disrupt them quite a bit more than the internet because the internet generally, they moved online and it, it impacted their revenue stream, but still people chose very explicitly, I'll go to this website or that website. Yeah. But now it's kind of all in one place and it's controlled algorithmically yeah. for profit, right? I think they lost control of their profit model because it's they don't control the distribution anymore exactly right? yeah and and this is where this is where they're struggling and this is where they're trying to figure out what to do and i think and i don't know if i don't know if we there's i don't i don't think there's any going back i think that's the problem is i think 
I think the, the, the only way forward is, unfortunately, some sort of oversight. And, yeah. and I don't know if there's any realistic way that that's going to happen where people can agree that that oversight is authentic. Yeah. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to have whether that oversight is a random group of people that are the, the crowdsourcing of saying, oh, well, this is not real, this is real, or there's a government organization that is uh, appointed by elected, elected officials to say, all right, we can, um, we can sort of transparently oversee what's happening in the media and say, okay, this is something that's, that's not real, this is something that is real, but again, you're going to have, if, if there's something that happens that somebody uh, wants covered or thinks is real that isn't or vice versa, how do you, like, how do you, you're just, you're just going to say, oh, there's a political bias in this organization yeah. that's, that's, that's overseeing it, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I really don't know. It's, it's, it's definitely a conundrum and it's, uh, it's a big issue that we're facing today is people don't know where to get their information. Well, I think I have the solution. So uh, I guess stay tuned. Yeah. Thanks for coming and uh, hanging out. No, thanks. I appreciate it. And thanks for hanging out as well. Uh, I found that I find media generally very interesting. And, you know, I think I have the solution to this problem. So subscribe on YouTube, support us on Patreon and help us uh, help us change this moving forward. Thanks for hanging out. See you next time. <laughs>